0: Majima Nikaya number 86 Angulimala Suttang about Angulimala translated from the Pali by Thanissaro Bhikkhu I have heard that on one occasion the Blessed One was staying near Savati at Jeta's Grove Anathapindika's monastery and, at that time, in King Pasenadi's realm, there was a bandit named Angulimala, brutal, bloody-handed, devoted to killing and slaying, showing no mercy to living beings. He turned villages into non-villages, towns into non-towns, settled countryside into unsettled countryside. Having repeatedly killed human beings, he wore a garland made of fingers. Then the Blessed One, early in the morning, having put on his robes and carrying his altar robe and bowl, went into Savatthi for alms. Having wandered for alms in Savatthi, and returning from his alms round after his meal, set his lodging in order. Carrying his robes and bowl, he went along the road to where Angulimala was staying. Cowherds, shepherds, and farmers saw him going along the road to where Angulimala was staying, and on seeing him said to him, don't go along that road contemplative for on that road is angulimala brutal bloody-handed devoted to killing and slaying showing no mercy to living beings he has turned villages into non-villages towns into non-towns settled countryside into unsettled countryside Having repeatedly killed human beings, he wears a garland made of fingers. Groups of ten, twenty, thirty, and forty men have gone along that road, and even they have fallen into Angulimala's hands. When this was said, the Blessed One kept going in silence, a second time, a third time, cowherds shepherds and farmers said to the Blessed One, Don't go along that road, contemplative. Groups of ten, twenty, thirty, and forty men have gone along that road. And even they have fallen into Angulimala's hands. When this was said, the Blessed One kept going in silence. Then Angulimala Gulimala saw the Blessed One coming from afar. And on seeing him, this thought occurred to him. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it astounding? Groups of ten, twenty, thirty, and forty men have gone along this road, and even they have fallen into my hands. And yet now, this contemplative comes attacking, as it were, Alone and without a companion, why don't I kill him? So, Angulimala, taking up his sword and shield, buckling on his bow and quiver, followed right behind the Blessed One. Then the Blessed One willed a feat of psychic power such that Angulimala, through running with all his might, could not catch up with the Blessed One walking at normal pace. Then the thought occurred to An Gulimala, Isn't it amazing? Isn't it astounding? In the past, I've chased and seized even a swift-running elephant, a swift-running horse, a swift-running chariot, a swift-running deer. But now, Even though I'm running with all my might, I can't catch up with this contemplative, walking at normal pace. So he stopped and called out to the Blessed One, Stop, contemplative, stop. I have stopped, Angulimala. You stop. Then the thought occurred to Angulimala, These Sakyan contemplatives are speakers of the truth, asserters of the truth. And yet this contemplative, even while walking, says, I have stopped, Angulimala. You stop. Why don't I question him? So Angulimala, the bandit, addressed this verse to the Blessed One. While walking, contemplative, you say, I have stopped. But when I have stopped, you say, I haven't. I ask you the meaning of this. How have you stopped? How haven't I? The Buddha said, I have stopped, Angulimala, once and for all having cast off violence toward all living beings. You, though, are unrestrained toward beings. That's how I've stopped, and you haven't. Angulimala replied, At long last, a greatly revered great seer for my sake has come to the great forest. Having heard your verse in line with the Dhamma, I will go about having abandoned evil. So saying, the bandit hurled his sword and weapons over a cliff into a chasm, a pit. Then the bandit paid homage to the feet of the one well gone, and right there requested the going forth. The awakened one, the compassionate great seer, the teacher of the world, along with its devas, said to him then, Come, bhikkhu. That in itself was bhikkhu for him. Then the blessed one set out, wandering toward Savatthi with venerable Angulimala, as his attendant monk. After wandering by stages, he reached Savatthi, and there he lived, near Savatthi, in Jeta's grove, Anathapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a large crowd of people, loud and noisy, had gathered at the gates to King Pasenadi. Kosala's inner palace, calling out, There is a bandit in your realm, sire, named Angulimala, brutal, bloody-handed, devoted to killing and slaying, showing no mercy to living beings. He has turned villages into non-villages, towns into non-towns, settled countryside into unsettled countryside. Having repeatedly killed human beings, he wears a garland made of fingers. The king must stamp him out. Then King Pasenadi Kosala, with a cavalry of roughly 500 horsemen, drove out of Savatthi and entered the monastery. Driving as far as the ground was passable for chariots, he got down from his chariot and went on foot to the Blessed One. On arrival, having bowed down, he sat to one side. As he was sitting there, the Blessed One said to him, What is it, Great King? Has King Senia Bingbisara of Magadha provoked you? Or have the Lichavis of Vesali, or some other hostile king, No, Lord, King Sainya Bimbisara of Magadha hasn't provoked me, nor have the Lichavis of Vesali, nor has some other hostile king. There is a bandit in my realm, Lord, named Angulimala, brutal, bloody-handed, devoted to killing and slaying showing no mercy to living beings. He has turned villages into non-villages, towns into non-towns, settled countryside into unsettled countryside. Having repeatedly killed human beings, he wears a garland made of fingers. I am going to stamp him out. Great King, suppose you were to see Angulimala with his hair and beard shaved off, wearing the ochre robe, having gone forth from the home life into homelessness, refraining from killing living beings, refraining from taking what is not given, refraining from telling lies, living the holy life on one meal a day, virtuous and of fine character, what would you do to him we would bow down to him lord or rise up to greet him or offer a seat or offer him robes alms food lodgings or medicinal requisites for curing illness or we would arrange a lawful guard protection and defense but how could there be such virtue and restraint in an unvirtuous evil character now at that time Venerable Angulimala was sitting not far from the Blessed One so the Blessed One pointing with his right arm said to King Pasenadi of Kosala that great king is Angulimala then king Pasenadi of kosala was frightened terrified his hair standing on end so the blessed one sensing the king's fear and hair raising awe, said to him don't be afraid great king don't be afraid he poses no danger to you then the king's fear his terror his hair standing on end subsided. He went over to Venerable Angulimala and said, Are you really Angulimala, Lord? Yes, great king. What is your father's clan? What is your mother's clan? My father is a Gagga, great king, and my mother is a Montani. Then may Master Gagga Mantaniputta delight in staying here. I will be responsible for your robes, alms food, lodgings, and medicinal requisites for curing illness. Now it so happened that at that time, Venerable Angulimala was a wilderness dweller, an alms goer wearing one set of the triple robe made of cast-off cloth. So he said to King Pasenadi of Kosala, Enough, great king. My triple robe is complete. So King Pasenadi, Kosala, went to the Blessed One and, on arrival, having bowed down, sat to one side. As he was sitting there, He said to the Blessed One, It's amazing, Lord, it's astounding, how the Blessed One has tamed the untamed, pacified the unpeaceful, and brought to unbinding those who were not unbound. For what we could not tame, even with blunt or bladed weapons, the Blessed One has tamed without blunt or bladed weapons. Now, Lord, we must go. Many are our duties. Many are responsibilities. Then do, great king, what you think is now time to do. Then King Pasenadi Kosala, got up from his seat, bowed down to the Blessed One, and, keeping him to his right, Departed. Then Venerable An Gulimala, early in the morning, having put on his robes and carrying his outer robe and bowl, went into Savatthi for alms. As he was going from house to house for alms, he saw a woman suffering a breech birth. On seeing her, the thought occurred to him, how tormented are living beings! How tormented are living beings! Then, having wandered for alms in Savatthi, and returning from his alms round after his meal, he went to the Blessed One. On arrival, having bowed down to him, he sat to one side. As he was sitting there, he said to the Blessed One, just now, Lord, early in the morning, having put on my robes and carrying my altar robe and bowl, I went into Savati for alms. As I was going from house to house for alms, I saw a woman suffering a breech birth. On seeing her, the thought occurred to me, how tormented are living beings, how tormented are living beings in that case on gulimala go to that woman and on arrival say to her sister since I was born I do not recall intentionally killing a living being through this truth may there be well-being for you well-being for your fetus but Lord wouldn't that be a lie for me for I have intentionally killed many living beings. Then, in that case, Angulimala, go to that woman and on arrival say to her, Sister, since I was born in the noble birth, I do not recall intentionally killing a living being. Through this truth, may there be well being for you, well being for your fetus. Responding, As you say, Lord, to the Blessed One, Angulimala went to that woman and on arrival said to her, Sister, since I was born in the noble birth, I do not recall intentionally killing a living being. Through this, may there be well-being for you, well-being for your fetus, And there was well-being for the woman well-being for her fetus then venerable Angulimala dwelling alone secluded heedful ardent and resolute in no long time reached and remained in the supreme goal of the holy life for which clansmen rightly go forth from home into homelessness, knowing and realizing it for himself in the here and now. He knew birth is ended, the holy life fulfilled, the task done. There is nothing further for the sake of this world. And thus Venerable Angulimala became another one of the Arahants. Then Venerable An Gulimala, early in the morning, having put on his robes and carrying his altar robe and bowl, went into Savatthi for alms. Now at that time, a clod thrown by one person hit Venerable An Gulimala on the body. A stone thrown by another person hit him on the body. And a potsherd thrown by still another person hit him on the body. So, Venerable Angulimala, his head broken open and dripping with blood, his bowl broken, and his outer robe ripped to shreds, went to the Blessed One. The Blessed One saw him coming from afar, and on seeing him said to him, Bear with it, Brahman, bear with it, the fruit of the kama that would have burned you in hell for many years many hundreds of years many thousands of years you are now experiencing in the here and now then venerable angulimala having gone alone into seclusion experienced the bliss of release at that time he exclaimed who once was heedless But later is not brightens the world like the moon set free from a cloud his evil done deed is replaced with skillfulness he brightens the world like the moon set free from a cloud whatever young monk devotes himself to the Buddha's bidding he brightens the world like the moon set free from a cloud May even my enemies hear talk of the Dhamma. May even my enemies devote themselves to the Buddha's bidding. May even my enemies associate with those people who, peaceful, good, get others to accept the Dhamma. May even my enemies hear the Dhamma time and again from those who advise endurance forbearance, who praise non-opposition, and may they follow it, for surely he wouldn't harm me, or anyone else, he would attain the foremost peace, would protect the feeble and firm, irrigators guide the water, fletchers shape the arrow, shaft, carpenters shape the wood. The wise control themselves some tame with a blunt stick with hooks and with whips but without blunt or bladed weapons i was tamed by the one who is such doer of no harm is my name but i used to be a doer of harm today i am true to my name for i harm no one at all a bandit I used to be renowned as Angulimala swept along by a great flood I went to the Buddha as refuge bloody-handed I used to be renowned as Angulimala see my going for refuge uprooted is craving the guide to becoming Having done the type of kama that would lead to many bad destinations, touched by the fruit of that kama, unindebted, I eat my food. They're addicted to heedlessness, dolards, fools, while one who is wise cherishes heedfulness as his highest wealth. Don't give way to heedlessness, Or to intimacy with sensual delight for a heedful person absorbed in jhana attains an abundant bliss this has come well and not gone away it was not badly thought through for me from among well analyzed qualities I have obtained the best this has come well and not gone away It was not badly thought through for me. The three knowledges have been attained. The Buddha's bidding done. End of Angulimala Sutang.